welcome to Melanated Conversations, our narrative and our perspective. Here on the podcast, we are amplifying the voices of Black women and sharing their powerful stories of transformation. I'm Tarian. And I'm Yana. Let's start the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Melanated Conversations. I am your co-host, Yana. And I am your co-host, Tarian. Welcome back, y'all. Yes. Oh, I knew you was about to sing, so I was like, <laughs> let me give her a little moment. But no. Out. <laughs> welcome, y'all, back to another show. Of course, we are so excited to come back and bring another lovely guest to chat with and for you guys to get acquainted with and support. We have on the show, which I don't know what she coins herself, but I'm calling her the princess of process. Come on. <laughs> we have Miss Kalish. Is it Kalish? Yes, Kalish. Kalish. I want to make sure I said it right. Kalish Nesbitt on the show with us. We want to give her a warm welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hey, y'all. <laughs> to be here. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. It's been a while. So, I'm coming. Yes. It has. It has been. We talked to you a couple of months back, but I'm so glad we're talking to you again today. Yeah. Last time we talked, you were actually in Texas. You were a Texas resident, Tarian. But I don't get left us and went on to the East Coast and yeah. leaving us here with. I'm going to let y'all Texas. <laughs> at least it's raining it's, oh not raining it's not raining today finally but it's sunny outside so that's that's yeah. nice. that's nice i heard y'all been having like pretty nice temperatures too well i just got back and it came back and i came back and it was hot oh and we're getting that sahara desert what do they call the it dust just oh, oh I, I think last year and i recognized what like as soon as i got the plane my allergies was on 10 but at, in the morning, it's like a real pretty sunrise and stuff because oh, yeah. of the days or whatever it is. But yeah. Yeah. I was just sitting outside working and I just came in to talk to y'all. So. Oh, you're annoying. You're annoying. It's nice. Right. Well, Kalish, we want to get straight to it before we actually get into our conversation today. We always like to play games with our friends. So we have a little round of this or that. Would you be open to playing with this? Sure. Well, I don't have a question, so whatever Terry throws <laughs> something, blame Terry. That's what I'm gonna say. I take I take the blame for it. I'll take the blame. <laughs> no, Vincent, with this, I'm not gonna throw you under the bus because when it's boop boop, I want to I did. That was the sound effect. We ran out. We don't dread. All right, Kalish. So, like y'all just said, we're going to play a little game. And uh, my first question to you is, would you rather lose all the money that you've earned this year or lose all the memories that you've gained this year? Oh, that's good. Probably the money. I've had some really, like, substantial things happen, especially since after 2020 and just, like, life changes so i would love to keep the memories and we can always make money good answer i like that what about you yana like that answer too but um (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) 
Lord, if I need to step, shoulda, shoulda, they have to stay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm with the memories too. No, I was no. What I was saying, but was because of the memories this year. And you know, Terry, what this season has brought. So we've been having some housing. <laughs> we have a whole housing debacle that's been going on, and I kind of want to put that behind. And it took most of my money. So. I don't know. They kind of go hand in hand. Just throw the money, the money, and the memory. So all can I start? Can I start from you know point from today on? That's ooh, it's been some ooh. That's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have that one because I because I know because I'm like no, nah, you got to pick one for you. I yeah, we might need to just scrub. Scrub the whole thing and start fresh for you, for sure. I need that. I need that little men in black little flashlight. Just, right. Just <laughs> give me a flash or two. Just restart. And I need to start all the way back from, I don't know. Because I was like, I, I can't go back to 2020. I don't want to relive. Some of those memories are good, but yeah. Okay. I didn't want to go off on a tangent. I'm going to let no, you know your question. You're good. No. I, I, I'm with I'm with Kalish. I think, man, same thing. It's been some it's been some lessons that've been learned this year. There's also been a little bit of money that's been made this year too. For sure, that's actually been some good money that's been made this year. But man, there's nothing like those memories. And like and like Kalish said, you know, we can always always bread back. Can we go back? The lessons the lessons are important and important not to repeat because just as weird, I was just like, hey. Hey, God, you love that. I've learned these lessons. I'm done. I don't have to recycle them anymore. Come on. That's my lesson has been learned. Did I pass the test? Okay, I'm going to take that test again. We good. We good. We good on that. That's May, June, May, June, April, May, June. April, May, June. Don't want to relive them tests one more. No, those are great. Okay. Do we have time for one more, Yana? Okay. All right. One more. Let's see. Would you rather be forced to listen to the same 10 songs on repeat for the rest of your life or forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life? Kalish, you have the stage. Well, I'm probably a dork because it's it's so hard for me to like catch on to new music that's going on. And so like I literally listen to the same songs from probably like forever ago. So I'm probably go with the music win. That's cool. That's cool. I can see that because I'm kind of like you. With I was just like, I know how this Well, I was gonna say I try to stay current sometimes, but I'd be like, who are all the littles? Right on the baby, the baby, the little babies, big out of war. Baby, and they all sound the same too. So I'm just like, but you gave, but you gave me a limit of ten songs. You know how even from. My nineties and two thousand playlist. You know how many songs? No, I ain't still <laughs> So because they don't make music like they used. To. No, I mean they don't. So I'm gonna just have to replay my same five movements. Fair, fair. I, I need my music. Like I need my music. I need different music to work out too. I need music to ride in my car. I need Great. music to cook my food. I need, <laughs> I need music for my music. That's right. My music. So. Right. I feel you. No, I like that answer. You can't watch right. a movie in a car. Well, I guess you could watch a movie in a car, but you can't if you drive. And this, you know, we don't, con- we don't condone. No. Watch out and drive. Watch out and drive. And the road. Right. 
watching that clip. Right? Exactly. No, I was going to say, um, I'm with you, Yana. Actually, I would watch the same by movies on repeat. Because, you know, movies be having some fire songs in them. And I'm probably going to get more than 10 songs. So I try to make up for limiting my uh, song choices and just watching movies. And then I can get a variety of songs within the movies. That's true. But that's, I was, you were totally off base from what I thought for you. Because really, you the movie buff. I just wouldn't. That's what I said. I watch the same five I watch about five movies a day. Now I'm just messing. But you, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, you say because I don't want to limit myself to watching five movies. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel you on that too. I, so I guess I did go off course a little bit. Oh, I I, you surprised me because I didn't answer for you, but I guess I didn't know. No, you didn't. thought you knew. <laughs> she not learned no same lessons again. She's a new person. <laughs> Really? Move to the East Coast and you change. I change it. Really and I'm not gonna recognize the person in front of me. Who am I? <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Thank you for playing, Kalish. We appreciate it. It was fun. <laughs> All right. Well, kind of moving along. We want to hear more about you and your story. So, kind of tell us a little bit about your backstory. What are your roots? My roots. I'm originally from Lake Charles, Louisiana. My mom is from Louisiana and my dad is from New York. And so I spent a lot of time growing up in my younger years in Louisiana. But then we moved to New York. And so I got a little bit of an East Coast vibe there. So I like to say I'm half New Yorkian sometimes. But my family found a really good mix of like small city vibe and big city vibe. And we moved to, to Houston in 98. So I've Pretty much grew up here for the most part. And yeah, I'm still here now. I left for a little bit to go to Dallas to finish college and start my career in mine a little bit. And I moved back to Houston in 2017. So yeah, Houston is home. Yeah. You live in Beyonce, Texas. All right, guys. <laughs> that is the first time I've ever heard that. Beyonce, <laughs> That's greatness. That is awesome. I love that. That's so, are do you are you an only child? No, so I'm the youngest of three kids. So okay. I'm basically that kid that that, that wasn't planned. My sister's ten years older than me, and my brother's eight years older than me. So oh, you were the oops baby, the oopsie, yeah, little. <laughs> I love it, but she oops. got some baby benefits. Though. Don't she? Though I'm definitely spoiled to eat today, so it's it's fine. <laughs> Nothing more than nothing. Yeah, at it all. I'm a middle child, so yeah. And Tyrion is the oldest, so we got hey. look, we literally old right. little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> how is that? How are y'all experience being the middle and the oldest? Y'all wanna go here? So I think mine's is double because I'm not only the middle child, but I'm the only girl. So it can look different too in their way and like the same way my younger brother he was like a oops baby my mom my mom really didn't find out she was pregnant till she was six months they kept telling her it was other things and they was like oh you know what the living inside of you but you six months my oldest brother and I we are seven years apart and me and my younger brother are 12 years apart so when my brother, oldest brother graduated, I thought I was about to live the baby benefit life. 
and then I find them. We wanted to find. I probably became a baby for a good six, seven months before he entered the one. You lived the baby life. I feel like you lived yeah. the baby life for the longest. I always forget that CJ is y'all's brother. I do. I, I always forget that. Because it was just y'all two for the longest. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's their brother. I forgot. So, yeah, for me, it was a little different. It was a little, you know, mom was a little harder on me than the, the, than the two boys. Because I was second child and I was a girl. I think more me and me being the girl was even made the difference. So. Yeah, for me, it, I, it's different also because although I'm the oldest of three, we did not grow up in the same household. I technically grew up as an only child. So I'm literally just now probably starting to feel the, the big sister role now that me and my siblings are all adults and we've got kids. And so we're just trying to like build that bond right now. But yeah, growing up, it literally, I felt like I had always been the only child because Yes. Yeah. Both words. I feel the same way with being like the young and the gap because I also feel like I have another set of parents too sometimes. So, but now that I'm older, like, you know, we all vibe. I'm like, okay, y'all would have to treat me like I'm a baby. Right. Are you an auntie? I am. I'm an auntie of three. Okay. So, I kind of took my place though, too, as a baby. So, it's fine. I was really saw too when my first nephew was born. I was like, oh, well, what? <laughs> Hold on. That's my baby. No, that's my baby. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Now let's shift gears a little bit. Cause let's let's talk about you and the business that you're running. You're a whole CEO, director of operations. Let's talk about your company, Well Run, which I love the name, by the way, because obviously I have a little working knowledge of what you do. And also your signature service, the is it the product process? Yeah, product process. Yes. Can you share with us and our listeners a little bit about Well Run and your signature uh, service? The product? Yeah, for sure. So Well Run Retail was literally born about a month ago, but I've been doing the work for the past three years. I started in the entrepreneur world with leaving my job as an assistant buyer. And I really just didn't did corporate America. Like that's everybody's story in entrepreneurship, right? But for me, it was, I wasn't able to really do, like, really take my pa- my passion, my talents, and apply it to the work I was doing, right? So everything was dictated by whoever was the higher up and one of the reasons why I left. And I think around the time it was, I was working at, in the multicultural hair care department at a, a retailer, and we would meet with all these awesome, like, natural hair care CEOs, and that was really, like, you know, growing around that time. And so I never forget, we came out of a meeting with my boss and she was just like, man, I wish I would have done something like that. And so the whole time I was just like, well, I'm sitting here trying to work my way up to you. What am I really working for? And so that's when I just decided to pack up my stuff in Dallas and move home to figure out this whole entrepreneurship thing. So started that, a subscription box company called The Pose Box and operated that for about two years. But I was also doing like, freelancing, coaching, and consulting. And so when the pandemic hit in March, I decided to just close the doors of that and go full-time into helping my clients because I just I felt more of like an entrepreneur versus an entrepreneur. And so I found, if you're not familiar, Natalie Gingrich, she has the Ops Authority. 
and she started this director of operations certification program. So I went through that and it really changed my life, to be honest, because they really highlighted my skills and organizing businesses by taking these big visions, breaking it down into plans and helping people execute it. So uh, I was mostly working with course creators and business coaches and helping them streamline their team and processes and their programs. And I was just missing like products in, in fashion industry and specifically products who that impact people's lives. So in the health and wellness space. And so I decided to completely switch the direction of my business and Well Run Retail was born. And so what we do is we support product-based entrepreneurs in the growth to scale things in their business by streamlining their processes, seeing if they have the right team members and the right high-end processes in place, and also helping them strategically grow their business, whether they want to like grow their direct-to-consumer or e-commerce or actually going into retail and maybe getting into a Target or Auto or Sephora or something like that. So yeah, and my passion in this and how some of my clients benefit from our service is that they starting a business is very overwhelming with all the information. It's hard to really hone in to see like what is going to actually take my business to the next level versus just throwing spaghetti at the wall or find the next strategy and applying it to your business when it may not work. My goal is to really help them enjoy their life again by giving them the time, freedom, and the independence to allow their business to work, like run well on its own. I love that. As a, a systems and process person, I was like, oh, we're such Kendrick spirits. I know we've talked about this before, but, you know, now hearing kind of more about, you know, your your philosophy and your business behind the scenes and kind of like the combination of it. and even, which I need to go back and look into that too. I haven't forgot. I just been a lot of things going on, but I do want to look into that director of operations certification because it touches on so many elements that, you know, I'm passionate about as well. And it's so interesting because it's like, oh, I didn't know something like this actually had it. It was actually a name for this or something that you, you know, it was actually something that was packaged. Like I just know I really well, a organization and systems. I love that. And I love how you coined it too, that, you know, you recognize that you weren't necessarily an entrepreneur, like you started a venture, but you realized that your sweet spot was more of helping other entrepreneurs really run their business as well. Like you still can be a business of your own, but it's more, you're, you're the bridge that helps other businesses excel. And I think I resonated with that so much because I've been in like this little kind of icky phase of like, how do I identify myself? Like, I don't really want to grow my own business, but I w I'm just really well at helping other people do things well. And it's, it's like, yeah, it takes a specific break. Like it takes a specific break. In that program, I found so many people who, were, who think like me too. It's because I guess I, I'm more of like a behind the scenes person, like yeah. where the magic happens behind the scenes. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with just finding that sweet spot of like, I like business, I like growth, but I don't necessarily want to be in the front. Yes, I, 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 I so resonate with that. I appreciate people that think like both of you. You really think of like really the behind the scenes stuff. You're like, because sometimes you can have an idea for something like, I don't know the I don't even know how to start or to execute mm -hmm. this. I just need someone to give me like a running start. You know what I mean? And for you to have a passion to help other people, you y'all y'all are y'all don't know. Like we stand like a black woman who is willing to help somebody else. 
And I think that's just important, like I said, just calling it out in the show because there are a lot of people that that feel like there's like these two dividing sides, either and there either side is not wrong. So I want to make sure I'm clear on that. Like, but it's either always just been work corporate or nine to five or be a business owner. But there's some middle ground that you can combine somewhat elements of the two and still have, you know, your own thing, this magical thing. So I'm glad that we that you're able to kind of illustrate that. And because someone may be listening to like, well, like me. Well, that was that was probably I'm, I'm <laughs> for me. But it's not somebody else out there that's like they're stuck and trying to identify their direction, but they're exactly where they need to be. And they can just grow where they are. It doesn't have to be either or. It could be elements of both. All right, Kalish. So thank you for again for taking us a little bit on the journey and how you got to where you are and found your kind of sweet spot into ops and systems management. This kind of aligns a little bit with that is how important is self-awareness in relation to running a business? Yes, it's important in general, but specifically, I mean, self-awareness is just making sure you have a better understanding of yourself and so that you're able to individualize yourself because like I mentioned earlier there's a lot of noise and distractions in one the online space and in your personal life too so it's like really trying to find the harmony in that comes from knowing like what your strengths are what your weaknesses are and also being reminded of why you started a business in the first place and so with all those things stack on top of you like where can you go internal to see okay like, why am I doing this? Why do I need to, like, it also helps with, I, I would say, like, more so decision-making because if you have a specific reason why you're starting a business and it's attached to a larger calling, like, you have to continue to remind yourself of who you are so that you can see yourself meeting your end goal because you don't always know how you're going to get to be a millionaire if that's what you want to do or, you know, start a nonprofit or, like, Whatever that big reason that's tied to the your purpose in life, sometimes you have to be reminded of that. And for me specifically, because, you know, as a business owner, every day can be different. And I try to ground myself by prayer and meditation and getting my thoughts all out. And so uh, that's a, a big part of not, you know, not only do I want to help my clients grow their business and profit, but like, what does that mean for them in their personal life and does it align so yeah I think self-awareness helps you also become a better leader so whenever you start to get to the point of scaling your business you're able to like I said hire your weaknesses out and if you don't know those then maybe that hire is going to be misaligned so yeah I think it's important to just continuously get ahead of the walls of entrepreneurship by leading with self-awareness. No, I, I, I absolutely 100% agree. And like you say, kind of going back to, because I was going to actually be a follow-up to that, was with being a business owner, you have the freedom to kind of choose in a sense of, you know, how you hire out your, your clients. And most of that, you know, more than anything in today's time is, aligning yourself with those that really bridge with your kind of you know your values and, and the like and because you I mean 
money is everywhere. Money is ever present, right? So when you get out of this phase of chasing money and chasing what really aligns with you and your business, that's that's pretty much the key maker and the key difference and having a well-run business. So I was going to ask, how do you, like, what are what are some things that are important to you when you seek out clients to align with your vision and helping them grow their business as well? Yeah, so... How I help my clients, one, is to really get clear on what their their values are. And so I do this practice with my own business. And some of my values are freedom, clarity, servitude, honesty. And so those are the types of things that I look for in the types of products that my clients offer, like how they show up online, even whenever we have uh, conversations too. Because again, back to that self-awareness piece, it's important to align your actions and the connections that you make too so that you know every we're all connected in this whole part of purpose too so you want to just make sure people are aligned with your vision and like I can probably help a lot of people you can probably help a lot of people but that work is gonna feel icky if Mm -hmm. you don't have the same values and you want to know that until you ask yourself what you value (laughs) yeah oh I love that I love that. Self-awareness. Key. Key. I want to ask you, well, before I ask the question, I know that for me, subscription boxes are starting to become pretty popular. Like they've been become pretty popular in the last couple of years. And of course, you being the businesswoman that you are, you have your own subscription box called the Pose Box, right? Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, that's correct. The pose box. So I want to know, like, what, what made you, and I know you mentioned it earlier, but I just want to dig a little bit deeper and find out, like, what made you want to, you know, create a, a subscription box and what's in the subscription box and how, you know, tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah. So the pose box is a company I launched in 2017 and it's now closed since the pandemic, but kind of the origins came of it from my corporate retail background and when I was, I was interning in Manhattan at a retailer and I just, I had this vision that I wanted to open up this boutique at the time for women to like really feel empowered with themselves and really increase body positivity and just self-care because I love treating myself. So it originated from my love of yoga. And at the time I was working in the it's called categories when you talk about different lines of products in the store. And so I interned in the junior's intimates department. And so that kind of had a play into it because that's when I was first learning like about retail on the corporate side. And again, being a product junkie, I was just like, how can I like combine all of this stuff into one place? So whenever I finished my internship and just started to get more in, like closer to entrepreneurship, because I interned in 2015, I just was going to start with the boutique, but then I started learning about how subscriptions were, were like growing and that industry was booming. And so I was like, how can I, j-? so I said, this would be good to just have all these types of products, yoga, apparel, active wear, beauty, wellness, and lingerie in one package gift to yourself or to my customers. So yeah, that happened. I, I really started to learn the ins and outs of what this business is because I knew Back to that self-awareness piece, I knew that I eventually wanted to go into consulting to help other people, but 
Honestly, the post box was a huge, an expensive lesson, but it was so fun to just cultivate. I was able to bring together different women of different shapes and sizes and colors for the photo shoot because it was really important you know, to have that representation in the products. I know a lot yeah. of what you, when you see yoga apparel, you see skinny white women. And I just wanted to show that everyone can like love on themselves. And yeah, so I ran that for two years and it's really helped me build out the foundations to help in my clients because I understand mentally, physically, financially what you go through in trying to figure out how to start a business. So super, it's, that was definitely my first baby. I love the post box. <laughs> Would you consider maybe bringing it back at some point or did, that was just like, that was a fun thing. That was, I learned some stuff from that that I've moved on. Yes. Great question. That is definitely something that's been cycling around my head because I want to bring it back, but maybe it'll be another version of it. I have to have to think on that, but I, I do, I may bring it back. And now y'all be the first to know because y'all just kind of turn my little light blood back on for that. <laughs> Let us know. We'll sing you something to throw in a little upside, sing you something to throw in a box, you know? <laughs> No, I love that. And even, you know, because, you know, you have the, 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 the power to choose. But if you were to make that choice to go back, even if not, you don't, know, is what I'm trying to get at. There are so many things, like I said, that, that were, that I guess that you can pull from that experience that translate well into how now you can help navigate other entrepreneurs and small businesses, you know, run their operations and their business well. Which is why I want to kind of really segue. We talked a little bit about it, but I really want to dig a little deeper into like systems and the importance of having all your ecosystems flow together and how that differentiates you as being, you know, having a well-oiled system can make all the difference. No matter how small of a bit, you can be a one man, one woman. Let me say, let me state this correctly. Or get it right. Or, hey, you know, I, or, no, non-binary. I'm, I'm not right. <laughs> one person show. Very politically um, correct. <laughs> right, and you can you can still outrun businesses that have twenty, fifty plus employees or more. But the difference could be your systems. Is how do you basically get to the core of figuring out how to make your business run? smarter and that you work harder in your business and that's kind of the key in what you bring to the organizations that you help serve so I really want to break this down because I don't know I know people understand the concept but people don't really understand how important it is to have a fully flowing and functional system kind of explain your niche and if you don't mind just sharing like how you help implement the difference when you came on with some of your clients and how you've helped, you know, provide results with your systems. I, I help wellness, beauty, health, and wellness, e-com brands who have been in business for maybe about two plus years and have a team of two or more. But what I do can definitely apply, be applied to solopreneurs as well as you work your way up to there. And when I think of systems, I think of reverse engineering what the goal is and so whenever you think about what type of business that you want to run is it a lifestyle business to where 
You can travel wherever you want to and still make money from your laptop and you can still hang out with your family. You don't have to be making all of these super important CEO decisions like selling a business, which is the opposite of that. Of that. Are you building a business to sell? And so I work with my clients to really paint out that one to three or three to five year vision so that you can reverse engineer the right systems that are important to, to get to that point. And so, for example, the goal is just to really get things automated so that you can eventually one day step away and your business can run on its own or with a team. So it's important to really document, like, for example, like what does it take to order your products from your suppliers? Is there a streamlined way for them to get get the get the order you need and get it to you to your store or wherever you're retailing at? Um, again, and whenever a customer makes an order on your website, like what is the back end of that look like? Do they have follow up emails telling them that their order is confirmed, or you know? What's next on the packaging and fulfillment side? Are you doing that? And do you know how much time it takes to pack up an order so that when you hire out for that, that person is properly trained as well? And so it's important. Like, I know sometimes it's hard to take a step and say, okay, this is, this is how to do a thing from step A to Z. But it's really important for you to remember that vision so you know, like, okay, this is the right time to hire or this is the right time to. Put, put something on automation. I love automation. So, yeah. I appreciate that. And I I think why I'm trying to stress it so hard is because we hear the stigmas all the time when it comes to Black-owned businesses is that it's either customer service or it's not either run well or, you know, I, I couldn't get to this or I couldn't really find. And I'm not trying to... Pl- say that that stigma is the end all be all because it's not but I do feel that we need to get in a better place of recognizing that taking a step back and sometimes it's hard when you you think about it we have a lot of our backs are against the wall as is is newly startups or entrepreneurs or people starting you know and even considering that phase or really starting a business and so you think about the startup costs. We don't have really access to capital as widely available as other ethnic groups. We don't have a lot of straight mentors that we have access to. And some of this information, when it comes to thinking like from a process standpoint, we're not privy to that until we, it's more trial and error for us. So and we don't know that they, that these particular, that there are resources or people out there that actually really focus in on this area to help you grow and develop and whether it's a product or a service business, it doesn't matter what area element your business is. Processes and systems are essential in you, you know, moving a needle toward greatness of your goals and reaching and achieving your goals. Because of course we always want to get to the end goal is which is being profitable. But in order to be profitable, it's kind of hard to do that without a well-oiled systems in place. So that's why I'm so passionate about systems is because, and I can run it to the ground, but it's so essential to even think, because even what you mentioned, the examples that you gave, somebody where I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like how much does it, t-? like simple things make up 
a big <laughs> make a big difference. Thinking about how much it times to package a product. Do you even if you just set a timer, how much you know you had to print the label? Do you got ink? Do you have like different exactly. things? And maybe I think such on a granular level that I can kind of. I can kind of go off on a tangent when it comes to that type yeah. of stuff. But I think it's important, you know, because all of those things can cause stress. And we, with our history, we don't need to be working as hard. <laughs> and so the type of, the type of uh, systems you put in place will alleviate that stress that comes from that old grind mentality. And because we don't have, we have a little bit of a late start in building wealth and building businesses and don't have a lot of resources readily available. Just to take a step back to simplify that, like you said, even as somebody starting off, like think about the vision, think about how much you want to work and think about making a repeatable thing or process or step in your business that can be duplicated or done by somebody else. So yeah, it's so important because yeah, we get, we get the bad rap for being Black-owned businesses sometimes, but I think that the more and more that people know that this doesn't have to be as high as we make it, then we better. No, I'll t- I tell you, I'll I tell y'all what. I, I'm going to keep y'all in my, my right pocket. I'm going to put Kalisha in my left pocket. I'm going to walk around. Hey, 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 hey. Listeners, to our support, our, our MCs, I hope y'all are taking notes because Kalish and Yana are both really dropping some 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 gold mines on y'all. Not just Jim, some gold mines on y'all. And I really <laughs> hope for those of you who are entrepreneurs or, you know what I mean, like the, and you're producing products and services and things like that, I hope y'all are paying attention because y'all are really, really dropping some knowledge, some important knowledge that things that you need to think through as entrepreneurs and, and business people. On to our next question, though, I did want to ask Kalish for anyone that's listening. What's one system or one key piece of advice to consider or so as action, what, what actionable step that they can do for their business, whether if it's product or service base? Hmm. You mean around systems or? Yes. Hmm. Good question. I think it, go, it comes down to that, back to that self-awareness, like what are the strengths I identify what the strengths and weaknesses are. Like what's making you feel stuck in your body, in your business? Write that down and see if there's a way that you can systematize it. And it just starts there. How I work with my clients is we literally go over seven core areas of business and audit like what's working, what's not working, what's missing, and what's confusing. That's something else I learned through the program and applied it to product-based businesses. But really just taking a step back. Sometimes we need to get out of the, the weeds. Mm-hmm. and carve out some CEO time and say, okay, why am I feeling overwhelmed by this? This is supposed to be a passion. Like whenever you, whenever you get that stuck energy, like take a break, take a pause, do a little quick audit and throw a system on that. So, throw that on the shirt. Throw a system on it. just about this time. <laughs> you know, we're trying to make a shirt out of everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Man, you're amazing. Okay. Y'all are amazing. Gosh, thank you. Let's talk about your newest baby, which was one of the reasons why we ended up initially meeting you a few months back. The Proactively Present Podcast. Can you show us your your show's concept and what listeners can expect? 
and where we can find and listen to your show. It's the Passion Project and another way for me to just share my experience as a new entrepreneur, a first generation entrepreneur and just balancing every everyday life. So the Practically Present podcast is basically that, like share my story and helping business owners learn about the different tips where they can simplify their life. And so being present is something is really hard for us to do to kind of just stay in the day-to-day of every life or in your life and enjoy your successes and taking a moment to like give yourself a pat on the back for on, on the back for all that you've accomplished and so you can be a go-getter you can be proactive about becoming whatever you want to be but don't let it take you away from your family or away from your passions and the things that you do because for me, like as I was starting the pose box and working longer hours than I was working in corporate, I was losing out turn with my friends or losing out what it means to be in my 20s, you know, but like not having a social life and just worried about success. And in this process, too, I'll get a little bit vulnerable here. Like I lost my dad six years ago. And that was another thing that like a business and success and just trying to check off the next box was a way that distracted me from more than my dad's death and it wasn't until about a year ago where I actually my therapist tasked me with like writing a letter to my dad because I eventually started therapy to I guess officially help me process his death and so I realized that I had just been avoiding it for so long and the minute I sat down and wrote that letter like I was crying for like 30 minutes it was like three pages but that is also kind of why I started the podcast and picked that name because even though I was being proactive and being successful, I wasn't present in like my emotions and like healing myself. So yeah, you can find the podcast on anywhere you listen to podcasts and I just launched it last month. So keep a lookout. <laughs> Kudos to you for, yes. for launching that. And yes. I know T, you saw me and Terry kind of making... <laughs> faces because when I say Kalish you and I are such kindred spirits and I know it was this was divinely orchestrated for us to connect and meet you know it's our second time meeting but just you know hearing more of you and your backstory so sorry to hear about your father but we know his spirit is still protecting you and surrounding you but even in that and I'm trying not to like insert I'm trying to like being very respectful of not like always trying to like insert my story into your story but your story resonated so deeply with me because like a day after Thanksgiving I lost a really 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 good friend of mine unexpectedly and I literally have been experiencing some exact same things, just trying to chase success, trying to fill that void of not feeling the pain, but kind of transferring the pain into more processing it through work and trying to chase success. And after a while, you can try to run, but it will catch up with you and it will hit you hard. And I hit my wall this this summer with everything that came with, not, literally the whole house came crashing down. I'm trying to build a house. And <laughs> and I realized that a lot of like, I've had, you know, bouts of depression before. 
and I recognize some, I could, I could recognize some of the cues and signs, but even then I still try to ignore it and just try to kind of like band-aid the pain, mm-hmm. so to speak. But it eventually caught up with me. And yeah, I know exactly. I don't know what it's like to lose a parent. So I can't identify in those areas. Tyrion actually, you know, lost her mother early, early, early on in her life. So I can't identify in losing a parent. But I lost a really, really, really dear friend. And I realized how when you try to suppress, not really, not process grief, really can eat you (laughs) you can try to put on a face as much as you want but eventually though like I said the the walls and everything starts to crash down so I said all that to say I didn't mean to get like to go all the way to veer all the way left in this conversation but you know maybe this may be up somebody else's listening is to I love the fact that you know you recognize too that Lord, my my life's just falling. (laughs) I I love that you recognize that you needed to seek other alternatives like therapy and and you allowed that process to help you as well. I know that you're a yogi as well, so I'm sure that that was a big piece into helping you. So I always like when people are, are transparent and honest and vulnerable and the behind the scenes of their journeys because people think that this is all pretty rainbows and we start these businesses and we do this and this and that but we're still people behind the scenes we're still humans mm-hmm. still have real life issue come on mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard just yeah. waking up sometimes mm-hmm. and having the courage to push through sometimes is the success not necessarily the business itself, but just making it to the next day or the next day. Yes, that is a nugget for sure. So thank you for sharing that. I'm not going to cry because I know, I know, I felt the truth. Uh, I'm always Terry, but I knew. Terry has this cry calculator for me. I cry every season. <laughs> not a cry calculator. That's hilarious. Yeah, the cry count. And that is this much. Is the cry count the system? I haven't broken it down into a system yet, but I definitely gained nuggets today. So be on the lookout for that. The cry count. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. That was really vulnerable as well. And I'm glad that that resonated with you. And like you said, like sometimes you can have that mask to be perfect all the time. But I think as humans, we just have to relate and know that we're all in it. We may not experience things in the same way, but it's all the same. There's all the same emotions that come with it. And just to wake up every day and do life again can be just that breath of fresh air. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank y'all both for sharing. No, you're welcome. (laughs) That's what connects us. Those are the things that we are all connected. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because at the end of the day, Everything. Let me let me stop because I, I can go a whole other tangent. I was about to sp- preach a word. I mean, at the end of the day, we all are in the same place. Okay. Oh, before we get ready to wrap and go into our closing questions, I just kind of want to wrap this in a bow because we you were talking about we talked a little bit about it, success, but balance is important. 
you know, you're a woman about your business and we love that about you. But of course, you know, like I said, we know balance is just as important. So how do you incorporate the flow and fun into your life as a woman in business? So I am, I don't have any kids, so I really don't, I really have a lot of extra time to make decisions like for myself. And so I can't speak to being a mom because I often question like, dang, how can I be a mom and an entrepreneur? But it's some ladies that's killing it and making it happen. Uh, right? <laughs> and uh, y'all think I you good? You have? Yeah, we're perfect too. Oh, yeah, okay. okay, I didn't know that. Okay, y'all killing it then. Um, <laughs> No, we doing something. That's all I can say. We are in it. Yes. So for me, uh, I am sharing this a little bit with Yana earlier. Is it's taking some time to get here, but I gave myself a, a, a day. I, I gave myself structure to to manage my time during the week. So on Mondays, those are my CEO days or like admin days where I'm really taking like a bird's eye view of the business and like what needs based on my goals that I probably have already set it set for the quarter for the month like what is going to push it forward for this week and then Tuesdays and Wednesdays I want to have calls with clients only because for me and calls and talking to people can be draining I mean though this conversation has been really energizing I like it but <laughs> but when I talk to clients sometimes I can be a little bit draining so I make sure those are like on a specific those specific days and then Thursdays are when I have my implementation of any work for clients or having my VIP days. And so that leaves Fridays open to wrap up a little bit for the week or do whatever I, I, I need. And so with that in place, I know that I have time to go and have food with friends or hang out with my family, or I'm actually um, training for, for yoga to, be, to, to become a yoga certified yoga teacher. And I have to have a few more hours of practice until I'm finished the program. So Making sure I schedule that, that help, that self um, care in to just go to the other class when I want to. So, just as long as I have that structure, I can do, I can take a trip if I want to, you know, knowing that I have that in place. Girl, I love that. You see right there. Yeah. <laughs> go. I'm trying to get back into yoga myself. So, if you, if some of those training hours, you have to like, teach or do something i don't know if you can do like we can get a, a zoom yoga session or right <laughs> i was just telling my friend i was like hey i need to practice how to be a yoga teacher you want to come over so we can definitely do some some virtual sessions too <laughs> one of my really good friends just actually became i think she's hardly a certified yoga teacher so she's in arkansas but yeah, i don't know I'm trying to yoga me i can connect you that would be good. That would be great, actually. Yeah. That's a good She's out there yes. doing anything right now. So, anywho. No, I love that. I love, I love, I love the way you thought out, like, your week. Mm -hmm. and like you said, we, you know, Ayanna and I understand, especially um, even having calls with, being on calls a lot of times. And and like I said, like, this conversation has, has been refreshing and enjoyable and I, and Loving it. But the truth of the matter is that a lot of times when you do get off calls with people, you're like, oh, okay. Like I just put a lot of energy into that and that, you know what I mean? So you got to kind of recoup from that. So we get that. We totally understand that. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Thank you, Kalish, for joining us. Oh, we do have a few kind of wrap up questions. You want to throw it out to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we always ask our, our guests at the end of our show, 
what's one word that's kind of empowering you through the year or that you've chosen for the year? You know, some people choose the word for the year. So for 2021, what is your power, power word? Yes. So my power word is, I actually picked this up in the beginning of the year, sustainability, because that's what I try to help my clients do. But for me, since I finally honed in on like my, like what I want to do, my passion, now, like, how do I sustain this feeling for a long time? So sustainability. I like that. I like the reasoning behind why, yes. like, that's dope. I love yeah. that. We What's y'all's power word? Girl, we sprinkling all our people words. We got sustainability. <laughs> uh, Endure. Endure. Again. Trying to, try to make it. <laughs> trying to thrive. All of that. All of that. <laughs> so, you know, that word is, sometimes our word is just calling on the name. Just you. Are there any new works or anything in store this year or upcoming that you're working on or that you want to clue our listeners in that you have? Yes. So it's my, my signature service, the product process, and it's a four-step process where we help with vision casting, auditing their systems, setting goals, and also setting like metrics to measure success of those goals and really prioritizing like what, what it will take across the calendar or timeline to scale your business. Because a lot of times entrepreneurs want to implement everything at once, but I help really put to put together a plan of execution for your goal as a business owner growing and wanting to create a life that you love. So for the listeners, I'm offering a $100 coupon off of that VIP then. And I'll give y'all the links to share. Um, that is my new baby. <laughs> y'all better get connected with Kalish now. Y'all playing out here. Have it all linked. Yes, we will. Which, by the way, how can our, I guess the follow up to that is, how can our listeners connect with you and, you know, how they get to the, well, we'll get them the direct link to the VIP day, but if they want to learn more about you and Well Run, how can they connect with you guys? Yes, you can find us at wellrunretail.com or you can follow along my journey as a yoga teacher at Kalish Nesbitt on Instagram. And we're also at Well Run Retail on Instagram. <laughs> feel like it's it's definitely like a cohesive path or journey as you know to say it <laughs> but yes i appreciate y'all seeing me sure you, you are that chick mm-hmm. i know shikari richardson is too but you are also <laughs> that chick she's a fellow texan too exactly <laughs> beyonce land love you call it Oh, she's yeah. Carter, huh? She's, 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 she's South Dallas. So. Dallas, okay. What would it be Dallas? Girl, I do Oh, I guess this, this would be Erica, Texas, being Erica Badu. Yeah, I do. Badu land. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm talking about. Man, Kalish, this has been such an amazing conversation with you. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to you and with you sharing your story and being vulnerable and just giving us so many nuggets and just vital information as upcoming entrepreneurs and just your sweet, sweet spirit and demeanor. I love it. I love everything about you. You are so amazing and out here doing really, really, really big things. So I cannot wait to see like 
Sky is doing it for you for sure. Yeah. Thank you, and I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you again so much for joining us. And, you know, it's always our aim and our mission here at the show is to share in our lessons and celebrate our successes. We love, you know, just connecting just with other just Black, powerful women doing things and to expose more of us to the world because, you know, one of the part of the reasons we started the show is I keep sharing this because I ain't got over this yet. I ain't got over it yet. Keep on hearing old Dennis said that he didn't know that black women had businesses. No, my it was my chiropractor. Oh, it was something. But still, <laughs> he, he wasn't no doctor. No, he was so quite. <laughs> How did that conversation even come up? Should we record this? Oh, it don't matter. It, no, we can roll. We don't record. I didn't. I don't know. He said I don't know very many black women that own businesses are there really no black women own businesses like that like enough for us to have a show to talk to women about their businesses black women about their business you see it's why we the driving most vigilantes today come on come on well keep on recording and telling people about what we do <laughs> yes ma'am it is our mission it is absolutely our mission yes well, y'all know my closing out. You know I'm how to do this right. <laughs> you ain't said it that long. Oh my gosh! Y'all know how to do it. The benediction. <laughs> the benediction. <laughs> okay. Um. Wait, as we gather to and get ready for a close, you know, I just ain't that you. Like it and you share and you tell a friend to tell a friend mm-hmm. about your friends okay. on today. Yes, sir. <laughs> we call that? I'm just being extra. <laughs> no, no. If there is nothing else that we have, man, this has been phenomenal. And again, until next time, melanate on that. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our chat today. Keep the conversation going by heading to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leaving us a review. Have a story of your own to share? Email us at info at melanatedconversations.com or connect with us on social media at Melanated Conversations. Till next time, keep raising your voice. voice.